We hope you enjoy this message from Expression Church of Huntington. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. <clears throat> to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw, and when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great. He shall be called the son of the highest and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, look at this, how shall this be seeing I know not a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing, everybody say holy thing, which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, Thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. Here it is. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Amen. When you think about this story, obviously it's the Christmas story, but when you think about this story, if you only see Mary as a character in a history book, in the Bible from a historical perspective, you're gonna miss the relevance of who we are and who it is to us today. This scripture doesn't just apply only to Mary. The scripture, this passage of scripture applies to you and me. Amen. For with God, all things are possible. I'm feeling a little tug on the inside of me right now. I gotta just say this. All the people that came up here that were, 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 were just attacked spiritually by anxiety and some that didn't come up here, all the people were here. I know most everybody that was up here well. And it was, the Lord spoke to me so clearly when you were up here. You are worshipers. Worship is a big part of who you are. You are, you, you worship. And the enemy is tried and trying to curtail or squash your expression of worship. So he, he gets you moving in that direction because your worship has an, is an atmosphere changer. It changes environments. I said it Wednesday night, but I gotta say it again. When you sow the seed in good soil, I've always been taught it brings up a good harvest. That's true, but I've learned also that just because it's a good seed in good soil, if that environment is not right, 
it's not going to bring forth a sustained harvest. We have four distinct seasons here, right? They, they're fast, so everything that we plant and sow in our area has to come up quickly. We sow it, it comes up fast, corn, beans, it doesn't require a long season, but you can't grow citrus here. Our seasons aren't long enough. It doesn't stay warm and hot long enough for those things to come up, right? It's the same way when the word is sown into a heart, when the word is sown into a heart, if it doesn't stay cultivated long enough and it goes into the wrong, you, you go back after the seed is sown into your good soil, your good heart, it goes, you go back into your environment in life and if the, you go back into your environment in life and the, 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 the climate isn't long lasting in faith and believing, then that seed that was sown, the enemy could come in and take it right away before it brings up forth a long-term harvest, right? Are you following me? You people are such worshipers that he, the enemy does not want this environment, this culture, this climate here in our church, in our city, in our region. He doesn't want it sustained because he knows sustained culture of worship brings forth the word of God, the seeds that can't normally grow in this environment. It becomes a, an oasis in the desert. Right? He, it's not supposed to be there. And, and if he steals your worship, he steals your, your attitude of worship. And he can't steal it because of your, your heart's too pure. So he can't take your salvation. He can't take your love towards the Lord. Even when you're in your biggest fit of panic, you still love God. He can't take that, but what he can do is try to get us off of our square to where our attitude and our belief and our, our, our faith starts getting rocked and we start worrying and anxiety hits us. And when anxiety hits us, then it changes the atmosphere. It changes the climate in your life, in your home, in your business. Am I talking to anybody this morning? That's what he's trying to do. But I got news for you. I've been praying for months on God, you are doing something so unique. And it's not that it's never been tried before, done before, but it's new to me. And it's fresh is what I mean to say. And he's doing something so unique and so fresh in the hearts of people that the enemy only really has one tactic because he can't stop you from going to heaven. Amen. He can't rip your salvation out from under you. He can't stop God from loving you and he can't stop you from loving God. Amen. But he certainly can try to get you to change the environment that you live in. That's, that's what he's trying to do. We won't be ignorant of the devil's devices, right? We're not. What the Lord is doing is something so fresh inside of your heart that he doesn't want your last frame of reference or your last trophy, the last high point in your walk with God 
He doesn't want it to be a floor. He wants it to be the ceiling. He don't... He, he wants that last, the, you remember the last time you were just, oh man, everything was just going amazing. God was just doing great things. He wants that to be your pinnacle. He didn't want that to be the step of which you now stand on. He wants that to be the high place. In other words, he wants you to think that the best times of your life and the best relationship that you've had with him and others, you only had them years ago. He doesn't want you to think, the enemy doesn't want you to think that you can have joy today. He doesn't want you to think you can have peace today. Right? So he reminds you of all your stuff that's not working properly in your life. And he begins to point out all your deficiencies and your things, insufficiencies in your life. And then we begin to major on those things in our head because we know he might be telling us a part of us we know. But rather than major on those points, <laughs> our focus has got to be on the Lord. Come on. Steph, I know this is not planned, and you're going to just kill me for this. I need you to come to that piano. And Dale, if you could get her light, mic'd up, whatever you got to do. Your righteousness, jealous over you, whatever. I don't know what it's called, something like that. Listen. No, 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 listen, listen. There's a moment here. All right, and I, we'll do Mary next week. Did you know? <laughs> we gotta, we'll, we gotta, when this thing, when these moments open up, yeah. portals open, yeah. you gotta push through, okay? And what I recognize, I'm not joking, it wasn't nine out of 10 that were up here that were worshipers. Every single person up here are worshipers. They are, listen, there's, you all, the ones who are, you all are top level, high level kingdom ambassadors. We're talking about leaders in the kingdom. I'm not talking about novices. They're, and listen, let me knock it. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't, you're not flawed. Yeah, yeah, don't feel guilty. Don't feel weird. Don't feel embarrassed. None of that kind of mess. No, no, no. We, as a church, have to recognize when the wave of the Spirit is moving. Yeah. Yeah. And when the wave of the Spirit is moving, we bust through a portal. Yeah. And we can change over an atmosphere. And when the atmosphere is sustained over a long period of time, the fruit, the seed that was sown in good soil begins to grow. And then we can grow fruit that's not supposed to grow here. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Go ahead. to 
We're almost there. We're not there yet. We're almost there. Oh 
illustration. Those two songs, the first one Steph wrote six, six years ago, seven years ago. The second one, Ernie helped write with, with, and Matt. Now, when I threw those to her, she probably hadn't sang those things for a long time, right? But it was in her. Yeah. It, that creation came from her six or seven years ago that many people were blessed with. It was fresh then, right? It was fresh. The second song she wrote blessed many people across the country. She wrote that song. When I looked at her and I said, stand by me, I could see the deer in the headlight going, oh my God, I haven't sang that song in a long time. I don't even know that I remember the words, right? It was in her. What I'm trying to tell you this morning is it's in you. It's been covered up with a bunch of stuff. It may be out of practice. It may, it may be suppressed down by other things that are going on in life. But when you begin, what she did, she started on the chorus of that second song because she didn't know where that first verse was going. When she started that, cor that chorus, that chorus started coming out it triggered something inside of her that brought back that memory of that first verse. Are you hearing what I'm telling you this morning? You gotta start with what's familiar to you inside of you. And there's gonna be stuff come back to you and stuff come out of you and stuff come for you that's been there a long time. It's gonna get re refreshed. Some of you have not prayed in the spirit in a mighty long time. Would you stand to your feet with me, all of you? God, I have such a passion and a burden. I can feel this for everyone in here this morning. I, can, I feel it. I'm just gonna invite you to do something. Those of you that are baptized in the Holy Spirit, this isn't for anybody around you. This is not for a show. This is for you. Those of you that don't have a prayer language, but you do have your own understanding language, we're, we're, we're right there together. I'm gonna invite you to do something for me that's gonna be a little uncomfortable, but it's necessary for us where we are in your life. We gotta refresh today. I'm gonna ask you just to lift your hands, invite you to lift your hands. If you don't feel like it, that, you know, that's fine, that's up to you. I'm gonna lift your hands. And if you are filled with the Spirit, with the speaking in other tongues, I want you to just begin to pray in the Spirit. If you're praying in your own language and understanding, that's fine too. I just need you to give voice to it where you are. Just like Steph did on that song. Start where you are. gonna be awkward for a minute, just like she could have felt awkward too. Prayer and worship is an atmosphere changer.
Don't tire out on me. Your enemy's not. Steph, if you feel led on something on that to sing, go ahead, whatever you feel. Come on, just lift it up. We're pressing through today. We're changing atmospheres, changing environments. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Yeah. Come on, that's it. Oh, come on, oasis in the desert. Oasis in the desert. Come on, somebody hasn't dealt with grief. There's some grief that you haven't dealt with. I'm telling you, the Lord wants to meet you right where you are by your spirit and by his spirit. If you'll just start to give voice to that thing, just give voice to it. He's gonna meet you right where you are.
You know, I need to say this. I know some of us may be feeling like, I just don't know if all that is necessary. I really, I just need to hear a sermon. I need to hear a message. And I like to hear the preaching. I wanna hear the word. And man, I am a word guy, okay? But I've come to the conclusion, or I'm coming to the conclusion. When the word has been preached, that we preach, and I'm convinced that we have some good Christian people that has great hearts. But when the word preached, it hits a good heart and it doesn't produce the fruit and sustain fruit, the fruit that remains, Jesus talked about. Then our natural tendency is to go back to the kind of preaching that we preach or the kind of, must be something wrong with the heart, the soil. And I'm convinced or becoming convinced we're dealing with an atmospheric issue. Yeah. That's right. See, I can bring a, a strong, hard, freeing word in a good heart, but your home go home, you still go home and be whacked out. And I'm looking at some godly people today. I'm looking at saints of the Most High God. Yeah. I'm looking, we all got issues. But your issues are not strong enough to stop the Word of God from producing fruit. So it has to be something in the atmosphere, in the environment, in our culture, that's principalities and powers and rulers of high places and dark, darkness, rulers and wickedness in high places, that are the, the prince of the power of this world, has blinded the eyes, and he's changed atmospheres to where we're under a culture in our whole region that doesn't believe like we used to believe. Yes. 
So we've got to push back darkness. And pushing back darkness doesn't just say pushing back darkness. It don't just go because you say it one time. If it does go when you say it one time, it'll come back when you quit saying it. I had a dream one time. It got it. I have, I, this has been years ago. Maybe you're thinking when she summoned her soul. I had a dream one time. It came back to me right here. I was in a, it was a, a, like a church picnic. There was three or four churches that were all together. And as we were all together, I was over on the side and it was basketball games being played. Church basketball games just being played. And I was over in the corner and I saw this major storm cloud moving in while all these people were playing ball. And I was on the side with a bunch of people. Our game wasn't being played yet. And I looked over and I saw this major cloud. I mean, I'm talking about a, a major storm that was gonna hit all those people. They couldn't see it, but they just kept playing. And they kept playing. And I kept telling them, hey, I was yelling as loud as I could yell and nobody, nobody turned their ear towards me. And I kept inching in closer and inching in closer. And as I inched in closer, I kept saying, hey, and the closer I got, these were people that I knew that, were, that I loved, they're good friends. And nobody was listening to me because they were so wrapped up in the game. And I got to the edge of the court where if I'd have done it, get any closer, I'd have, I'd have probably been on the court. And I got to the edge and I'm screaming, screaming. I could scream some of these people names and you would know them. And they weren't listening, they were playing back and forth. And here, this cloud kept dropping lower and lower. It was becoming black. And I said, Lord, and I wasn't saying Lord because I was praying. I was saying Lord because this is gonna get bad. And all of a sudden, I heard the Spirit of the Lord speak to me and says, pop that cloud. I said, I'm trying to get him out from underneath the cloud. He goes, don't get him out from underneath the cloud. Pop the cloud. And I'm going, I start speaking, you dark cloud, you go, and that cloud didn't move. Lord says, jump up and pop the cloud. So I got ready to jump, I couldn't reach it. I couldn't reach it. Here's what happened. He said, the Lord spoke to me and said, I'll bring the cloud closer. And I'm saying, no, I don't want the cloud closer because it's so dark. I'm gonna bring it so close that you're gonna be able to reach it. He brought it down and I jumped and when I did, listen to this, I poked that thing with my finger. And when I did, the cloud, dark cloud dissipated and it was a beautiful blue sky, not a cloud in the sky, sun shining, and they kept playing as if they didn't even know it happened. And that Lord brought back that to me right now. He said, they're living life. And the cloud all around us is atmospheric, is dark. They're doing what they love to do and know to do. But you've been called to bust, pop the cloud. We're gonna do that through worship. We're gonna do that through prayer. We're gonna do that because some of the, you're, we're dealing with stuff that we don't know how to manage, that we need to be free from. And I'm telling you guys, it's not, I used to think this, it's not the people's fault. If we would get in a position of leadership of who we are and govern this earth and govern this region like we're supposed to in the spirit, we're gonna pave a way for people to be free. Now we had a word of knowledge that came forth just a moment ago. And the word of knowledge came forth that said if somebody's dealing with some spleen, need to be healed in their spleen, if that's you in here, would you raise your hand? Is that anybody in here this morning? 
a spleen issue. Anyone? Anybody? Well, we know I have confidence in this guy, so I know he's heard it. So we're going to pray over it, okay? Father, in Jesus' name, that person, that people, whoever might have a spleen issue, they don't even know they have a spleen issue, or maybe just timid to raise their hand. Father, we just speak healing over their body right now. We thank you for healing. One last time, I want you to just lift your hands. We're gonna close. I'm gonna pray us out of here, okay? I need you engaged with me in prayer. Spirit of the living God, we recognize that your hand is upon your people for the times that we're living in. We recognize you're giving us a, a message, a call, and you're calling forth those that can change atmospheres in areas. Those that will pave the way for people to be able to be all they're supposed to be, that their gifts, their talents, their, their anointings, Lord, will come forth. You're calling the worshipers to take their rightful place. And God, I know we've made worship just a song, but God, it's more than just a song. And you're calling us back to the center, Christ-centered, focused on what you are about. You've looked down and saw your people in the condition and the society is in, and you've heard the cries of your people just like you heard in Egypt. And you're sending forth the body of Christ under the headship and leadership of Jesus the Christ into the cities, into the hills and into the valleys and you're letting and seeing your people in the condition they're in, you're calling them out of bondage into freedom. Freedom from anxiety, freedom from depression, freedom from the grief and pain, freedom from bipolarism, free from all of the things, Lord, that the enemy has bound us with. And God, forgive us for trying to put it on the people to to get rid of it themselves and do better and behavior modification and, and try a little harder. Forgive us for that, Lord, rather than rising above all of those things. Penetrating the atmosphere, changing the climate and the culture that we're in. By the power of your word, by the power of your spirit, and by the worship that comes from a truth of heart. So today, Lord, we acknowledge you for who you are. You are the King and you are the Lord. This tri-state belongs to you. Your people belong to you. And Lord, even the lost belong to you. And we say, let the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God. And we say, let the enemy be scattered as you become arise. So Father, we bless you. We, uh, we heighten you. We put you up on alarm. And we say, you are the best. You are the only way. And we say, you are the truth. You are the way, you're the life, and we bless you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen. God bless you all.